Are you dealing with a separation, but neither of you can afford to move, so you're actually still living in the same house? Are you trying to figure out what to do if there's anything to do with the child visitation part of separation, even though you're still living together? If so, keep listening to this episode because that is what we're going to tackle today. Welcome to Heavy Pages, a journey from separation to divorce. This podcast is where we embrace the weight of life's heaviest chapters together. I'm your host, Josie, and I believe that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. So join me on this transformative journey where we find strength, resilience, and healing in every story. Hi, I'm Josie, and I am a separation survival specialist, and I have some thoughts on what you should do, what is fair and equitable in this situation. Unfortunately, the way things are these days, it is super expensive when you are separating to be able to move out and go into another apartment or buy another house. More and more people I'm listening to and hearing say that they are separated, but they're living in the same house. And that has to be extremely difficult. When I had to deal with my own separation, I was able to, thank God, go and move in with my mother, which made things um, easier for me, for sure. Do I regret making that move? You know, ask me tomorrow, right? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Uh, I don't regret being having the ability to go move and stay with my mother. I am super grateful for that opportunity. I am disappointed that I walked away from my house, that part, and that I took my son with me and I, you know, took him out of his comfort zone, but things needed to be done and that's what ended up happening. So Let's say that you cannot do that, that you don't have family nearby, that they don't have room for you, that you don't want to leave your house because this other person might say that you abandon the home and then you lose your rights to it. So you're going to live together, but be separated. What does that look like when it comes to child custody and visitation? And the reason that I am bringing this up is because... Probably, and you can uh, reach out to me and tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to assume that the husband is like, well, we're separated, so he's going to go out to dinner with his friends, he's going to go have a drink, he might even start dating, he may not come home certain nights, and just be living the single person life because we're separated. But he's not thinking about anything that has to do with taking care of the children or relieving the burden on you or doing his part, because that part of the separation, uh, we live together in the same house, so I don't even have to worry about that. And I'm going to tell you that, no, I feel that you should have a conversation with him. You guys should sit down and you should do just like you would in a separation or divorce when you're not living together. Every other weekend, one night a week. What does that mean? That means that established in a calendar, he gets every other weekend and one night a week where he is responsible for the children, for their dinner, for entertaining them, for their sporting events, for whatever 
they have going on, he is responsible for that. And what are you responsible for those weekends? Even though you guys are living in the same house, you can go, you can have a weekend getaway with your friends. You can hang out in your room and watch TV and eat popcorn. You are not responsible for your children during that time. I know that it's going to be hard simply for the fact that our children always run to the mom. At least my son and daughter would do that. They would come to me. And it's going to have to be a good practice for them because eventually there will be a divorce and eventually they are going to have to go and stay with their uh, dad every other weekend and one night a week. Or if you guys decide to do 50-50, even more. So start it now. Get them used to it now. Explain it to them in a way now, and you don't even have to say mom and dad are not together. And so, no, just, you know what, we're going to try something new here so that your dad has some free time and I have some free time, or you get some quality time with your dad and I get some quality time with you guys. We're doing it like this. Spin it in a way that's not going to make them feel, the children feel bad, but put it clear that your ex and you have responsibilities with the children so that there's not fighting or bitterness because he's constantly out and you're constantly taking care of the kids, which is not fair. Or that you have to ask him permission to go do something with somebody. No, we're not asking permissions to our separated spouses. We're not doing that. So what you're going to do is you're going to have his days, your days. If there's something fun that you want to do and it's not your weekend, tough luck. I mean, that's just how it is. There were plenty of things that when I was doing this that I didn't have. I had my son and something came up. You know what? My son is the main priority for me. So if I'm going to miss this party, it sucks. I'm going to miss it. Now, my ex didn't exactly feel that way. He would call me and be like, hey, can we switch? Can we switch? Can we switch? And I'm not going to lie. I switched a lot with him because... My son was my priority. I always wanted to be with my son. I didn't have a problem not being with my son. And if he was going to ignore him, mistreat him, or have some stranger watch him, then I would, I would say, yes, I'll take him. But, of course, I don't want you to fall into that thought process so that you're like, well, he's not going to do it anyway, and so I'm not even going to mention it or suggest it or try for that because you're not doing your kids any favors and you're not doing him any favors. I mean, you are doing him a huge favor because you're taking responsibility away from him, but you you shouldn't do that. He is the parent. He needs to be responsible for these kids. He needs to start building that one-on-one relationship with them that he's going to need when things officially end and you guys are officially separated from them. And this will help them get used to that. And listen, I hated not having my son. I always said I had a child because I wanted a child. I don't want to not be away with from my child. And that makes sense. But there is obviously some positives to not having your kids with you all the time, to taking that break, to getting that, uh, that every other weekend to yourself, to uh, recharge your batteries, to, you know, do whatever you need to do. Focus on yourself, on your self-growth, on your healing, on personal uh, self-care. 
And then that helps you be ready to handle the situations and your children and this stressful situation of living with your ex, um, it gives you back your energy to do these things. So it's not a bad thing. You're not being a crappy mom for not having your kids every day that you can or for pushing them off on your ex, which is not what you're doing. You're both parents. So it's all about the way you think about these things and it's all about the way you frame it in your mind. You are helping your children have a relationship with their father, even though you guys are no longer going to be a family unit, this will always be their dad. And so making sure that they have this connection with their dad is important. Obviously, if there are partners that are mistreating the children and you, well, you probably are not doing, hopefully, right? I still know there are some situations where you are, but hopefully you're not doing the trial separation inside the house together with an abusive person, if you can avoid it. I obviously recommend that you don't, that you find a way to get away from someone who is physically or, you know, hardcore mentally abusing you. If it's just that you guys decided you don't want to be together anymore, or he decided he doesn't want to be together with you anymore, or he's dating somebody, but doesn't want to leave the house yet or whatever, establish this child visitation situation. Because that way, again, you're preparing the kids and you're not doing it all. And I certainly hope this is not exactly part of the conversation, but I certainly hope that if you are doing the in-home separation, that means that you're not cooking dinner for him every night. You're not doing his laundry because what, what, what kind of separation is this? That just sounds like he is uh, getting his cake and eating it too, right? Uh, I don't love you anymore. I want us to separate. I would want a time apart. I need to see who I am. Maybe I need to date around and do these things. But also, hey, is dinner ready? Because I'm hungry and I worked all day and I came home and I want to eat. And also, um, laundry, can you do my laundry? Because I need clothes for work tomorrow. No, 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 no. That is not how that works. And I understand that you're going to say, and many are going to say, but wait a minute, he's working and he's paying the bills. And so I'm still responsible for these other things. There are things, of course, that you can still be responsible for as a partnership. What do we, what do you even call yourselves when you're living together and doing a separation? It's, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. And, and I know that it's such a difficult situation to be in, but I guess you need to sit down and establish very clear. What does that, what does that mean? It just means that we are, what does that mean? I, you really need to sit down and, and figure out what that means because he can date. Can you date? I wouldn't recommend that because there's still a lot of work that needs to be done to learn and realize what went wrong in your relationship and heal yourself before you even consider dating. But can you date? Should you be dating? Are you going to be bringing somebody over to the house because maybe you have a house big enough where he has his room and you have your room? So many things. And these are things that you would need to discuss and do what's fair for both of you. Don't allow just because he works to force you to still do everything that you would have done as a wife 
but he has this freedom. I don't recommend that. There is a way to make this work. And uh, I think I'm going to have to do like another episode about the broader thing, because today really there is so many different points to talk about, about doing this sort of separated living together. But today what I wanted to specifically talk about was the child, the children, and the, the fairness of having free time yourself and him having free time, but knowing when you have to be here and when you have to be responsible and how to navigate that and to bring that up and that it is fair and okay to bring that up. You are allowed and you should bring that up. It's a, it's still both of your children and both of you still need to be responsible for taking care of them, spending time with them, building relationships with them. I had seen a a post where someone was asking, how do I ask my husband to watch, no, my ex, soon to be ex-husband that I am currently living with to watch the kids so I can go do this thing. And that's what inspired me to do this episode because this should already be established. If you guys are already working on a separation or you already know that you're separated, then establishing who's watching the kids and when, making that clear and fair, and you don't have to do every other weekend and one night a week because, you know, even though it's nice, that's how I did it. He, him, My son's dad would take him one night a week. They'd go do dinner, whatever, and he would take him to school the next day because obviously we didn't live together. And that was one night a week that I had free and one night a week in between the weekends that he didn't see his father that he knew he was going to see him. So he didn't see him like so spread apart. And it worked out for us. If you're in the home, maybe the one night a week is not, uh, you know, doesn't make sense, but at least the every other weekend so that you know that you have a time that you are free to do whatever you would like to relax, to enjoy yourself, to not have all of these responsibilities. And he knows that he has days where he does have responsibilities and can't just be willy nilly, not showing up, coming in, going and making it a more stressful and unclear situation for all of you. So I hope that that helped. And if you want to talk to me about how you're doing things, or if you even want to come on the episode with me and talk about how you do things, I'd love to have you uh, join me and explain how you figured it out. Because I know that there are a lot of people out there that are living this separated together thing. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you're having it, handling it. And I want to remind you that if you are dealing with an unwanted separation and want to know where you are and how to move forward, check out my free chapter checklist that you can get at heavypages.com or, I'm sorry, heavypagespodcast.com or on the show notes so that you can get your free chapter checklist and see where you are in your journey from separation to divorce. And thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope that you learned something, got some ideas from this episode, and I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now. That's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. 
And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five-star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.